at uh hang on. Just just so y'all can enjoy this, I'm gonna also stream this fucking beauty of a game in potato quality, just to conserve it. But anyway, okay. So whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready, Derek, give us a countdown. And sounds good. So hey Cody, I think one thing that we can Yes. I think one thing we can start doing away with is like when we step on each other with the introduction where he's just like, I'm Cody, I'm Brandon or whatever. We'll just have Derek introduce himself and us. I think that would work better. What do you think? Sounds like a game changer. Yes. Sound good to you, Derek? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, cool. So whenever you are ready. And we are live in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to Weekend Hangouts. My name's Derek. I'm here with Cody and Brandon, two very good friends of mine who have been playing Magic the Gathering for a very long time with me, and that is the ton that is tonight's topic. And I want to just say right off the bat that I have ordered a lot of really good angel cards that I'm hoping get here soon, and that is, that's kind of the theme that I've always kind of shot for. I really enjoy that, and I know we kind of discussed this in a previous cast, but we're going to talk a little bit about how we like to get our decks built and what we what strategy we like to kind of go for therein so i'm gonna i'm gonna hand the the baton over to cody and kind of let him segue off of that a little bit cody how do you how do you initially go about doing all that so thank you very much derek uh the first thing that i look for when i am building a deck is i try to find things that flow well um you want well, what colors do you Being, typically focus on when you first start looking at a deck? So, I don't particularly look at color. I look at what the card's abilities are. For example, when a new set launches, I try to do all the research I can for the cards. I'm looking at every rare, every uncommon, and every common. I want to find things that flow very well. Um, for example, I'm going to go a little bit older with what I'm talking about here because I haven't played in a couple of years. So when I last looked through cards at uh, abilities and things, I was looking at uh, Battle for Zendikar, which was a very, very hot series when it came out. I don't remember that one. Uh, what were some of the cards from that one? Uh, BFZ had cards like... Well, let me let me pull up the list here. Uh, Battle for Zendikar was known for the Eldrazi's. It had a lot of Eldrazi's. Um, it had a lot of the... Um, Dual lands, so Steam Vents, uh, Prairie Stream, Sunken Hollow. Um, but it was mainly known for the thing that Zendikar had when Zendikar first came out, which was full art lands. Everybody wanted the full art oh, lands. Yes. I do remember that um, series now. Yeah, I, I dropped a lot of money to get full art lands. 
<laughs> um, but it was known for the Eldrazi. So cards like Desolation Twin. When you cast Desolation Twin, put a 10-10 colorless Eldrazi token into the battlefield. Eldra uh, Desolation Twin is a 10 colorless mana for 10-10. Damn. So if you are able to play that, you just dropped two 10-10 cards. Or, let's see, the Endless One. Endless One enters the battlefield with X. Plus one, plus one counters on it. Hmm. X is for how many mana you play. So you can play five, and it'll be five plus one plus ones. That's impressive. You, you could play ten. Um... Let's see. Ulamog. Uh, Ulamog the Careless Hunger. When when you cast Ulamog the Careless Hunger, exile two target permanents. It also has Indestructible. Whenever Ulamog attacks, defending players exile the top 20 cards from his or her library. It is a 10 colorless, and it has 10-10. So what I would do, I built two decks when Zendikar came out. When BFZ came out, I built a deck for uh, my elves, which is what I'm still playing. And then I built an Eldrazi deck, which contained Ulamog. It contained uh, Gruesome Slaughter, the Endless One, and Desolation Twin. A lot of very high mana cards. So for me to come up with a way to play those high mana cards, I had to come up with a way to get mana on the field as quick as possible. Because I'm not sure. planning on letting this go past eight or nine turns. And I'm playing two, maybe three, ten, ten cards for ten mana. So that I raises a, a way to do that. So that raises a unique question. Um, when you're dealing a deck, when you're setting up a deck, do you aim more to uh, finish the game in as few turns as possible, or do you do you like to drag it out? Um, it depends on the type of deck, okay. or it also depends on who I'm playing against or what type of deck they're running. Sure. So, yeah, I... if I'm running against someone who's doing a speed deck, like a Splinter Twin or a Desolation. Or uh, not a um, Splinter Twin or a Kiki Jiki deck where they're going to end the game in three turns. Right. My goal is to get it done as soon as possible. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I like to, I mean, I like to see, you know, I, I want it to be kind of a fair match and sort of let the other player, well, not let the other player, I mean, you have to kind of go with whatever the, whatever the cards are, but I mean, I, I still like to be able to see what the opponent has and everything like that. You know, I don't, I like to be able to, you know, have that variety in the in the match but i mean i i just like how i like how angels play out i like the flying ability a lot i just think that that i mean i know a lot of other types have flying as well but that's like that's just what i like to yeah vampires and then you know i just like that um i've just always liked that ability that angels have so that's it's good yeah but that's well, my, that's, what's like, dude angels mm -hmm. 
are pretty badass in, in Magic, honestly. Yeah, I mean, um, the, um, like, zombies, I mean, they mainly use, like, what, like, Death Touch, like, what else? Like, uh, so, a lot of what zombies are based around is, um, mass. Like, you're, you're trying to get as many forces on the field as possible. There's not many zombies that actually have, or deal a lot of damage, but they are just trying to overwhelm you in, with the sheer number of them. So you have um, you have a lot of unique zombie cards, uh, like Bone Knitter, where it says uh, you pay two to regenerate a target zombie, and there's no tap for it. And, and these are older Saga, obviously, but you don't pay any mana to um, tap Bone Knitter, and he can just regenerate any number of zombie that dies. So mm-hmm. potentially you could just you could block with a zombie that isn't capable of killing your opponent, and then you just pay two and you regenerate him. Um, mm-hmm. You also have cards like Gravedigger, which says when Gravedigger comes into play, uh, you may return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Uh, again, he's another zombie. Um, obviously, my favorite one, Soulless One, Soulless One's power and toughness are equal to the number of zombies in play, plus the number of zombies, zombie cards in all graveyards. So it doesn't matter how many zombies are in like, on the field or just straight out dead, like, Soulless One is OP as fuck. Um, but the entire goal of zombies is just to overwhelm. And the costs of them are very low. Like, uh, there's very few that have higher than, I'd say, like a six for their mana cost. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. You soulless one is like your your homage. <laughs> that's that's your poster child card. Yeah, basically, God, I have I have destroyed so many people's lives with soulless one. So good, Cody. What what would your what if you had to ask somebody that you used to play Magic with, um, what card you were most known for? What do you what would you say it is? Like me, it's soulless one. Uh, Derek is still finding himself, but who do you think it'd be for you? Uh, the Mana Gorger Hydra. Okay, so tell me about it. Mana Gorger Hydra. When it enters the battlefield, any. Uh, I have to remember exactly what the flavor text says. Give me one second. <laughs> good stuff. Mana Gorger Hydra is a 1-1 and it's two colorless and one green and it has trample. Whenever a player casts a spell, put a 1-1 counter on Mana Gorger Hydra. Okay. That that plus um, the armor. What is the armor? Um, Hardened Scales. I feel like I've seen Hardened Scales before. Nice. So Harden Scales, if one or more plus one plus one counter would be added or would be placed on a creature you control, place that many plus one plus one counters on it instead. Hmm. And that is a one green mana. So if, for example, you and I are playing and you cast an instant, I get a one one plus a one one. If I cast 
an instant, I get a 1-1 one, one plus a 1-1. One, one. Every card you play except mana, including monsters, gives me a plus 1, plus 1, plus 1, plus 1. Even instants, huh? Instants, enchantments, artifacts. Oof. Everything so, except mana. So every card has a drawback. So what's that one's? It doesn't have flying. Yeah, I guess that's a point. <laughs> flying that's is good. good. That can't. is the drawback of that card. It does not have flying. If it can't be blocked. Flying, you, oh, it can be blocked by other creatures with flying or reach. Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Flying. Um, you know, if if your card has flying, then it can you know it can block whatever angel I have on the field. But yeah, as, as long as I have those angels out there, it can't be blocked. It's so good. Yep. Unless you have yeah flying or reach, but I have trample, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll through your creature and run into your life points. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Trample. trample is no fuck joke. The um the card that I got today, um, Acroma Vision of Ixidor, she has flying, first strike, vigilance, and trample. Jesus. Yeah, she has. Um, she, so she has flying, first strike, vigilance, trample. It says at the beginning of each combat until end of turn, each or each other creature you control gets plus one, plus one if it has flying, plus one, plus one if it has first strike, and so on for double strike, death touch, haste, hexproof, indestructible, life link, menace, protection, reach, trample, vigilance, and partner. What? A and this card is partner. Hell? Yeah. Yeah. And this card is partner. I also got. Um, I also have Angel of Destiny. It has flying and double strike. Whenever a creature you control. Deals combat damage to a player, you and that player each gain that much life. At the beginning of your end step, if you have at least 15 more life than your starting life total, each player or each player Angel of Destiny attacked this turn loses the game. <laughs> yep. That's ridiculous. You wouldn't get that. What do you mean? He wouldn't get plus 15 health. I don't know. Probably, I'll have to see. <laughs> I Cody, I have I have like Angel of Mer I have Angel of Mercy which um allows me to gain 7 life and I, I have like a couple of those so it's like I'm going to be getting I'm going to be rolling in that life. <laughs> rolling in it. How many of those rolled did you say you have? Rolled, rolled. I have I, I I have a few of them of yeah of Angel of Mercy. So yeah, that the instant card where you gain 7 life. Yeah. Just so. make sure you don't um go over the play sets. Well, yeah, you can only have so many. Yeah. Yep. Still cool, though. Yeah, I have uh, four yeah. soulless ones in my deck. <laughs> I I really want to get Avacyn Angel of Hope because she has flying and, vis and vigilance. Um, Avacyn Angel of Hope and other permanents you control are indestructible. Hmm. And she's an and she's eight eight. Eight, eight attack, eight defense. That's impressive. Target Angels? creature is exiled. Yeah. Angels are really, really interesting cards to play. Um, my brother used to have a really stout angel deck, and uh, my zombie deck, honestly, over trial and error, was more or less like unintentionally built around defeating his deck, and it ended up just becoming a pretty damn decent all around deck. Does your brother? Does he have? Doesn't didn't he used to pretty much play with red? No, no. Josh was almost strictly angels. Really? Yeah. I, I can't remember about that about him, but yeah, it must have been the case. Yeah. It's been too long. Uh, his buddy about... Brett played a lot of red. 
That might be what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. The thing about creating a new deck is you always want to play test. Oh, yeah. To, to see what's good, what flows, what doesn't flow. I've spent four, five, six hundred hours playtesting my one deck. Mm. I think we've all been there. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. What's your favorite way to playtest something? Because I know several different ways to playtest. Like, uh, one, one way that I've done playtesting is I'll just do either two completely separate decks or I'll take uh, the deck that I'm building and just split it in half and I just play against myself. Um, so when I lived in Mansfield, I was always at the magic card store there, the realm. And you're kind of far away. But we, oh, it's my fault. Hold on. There's that better. Yes. I was always at the uh, magic store, the realm in Mansfield. And I would always go in with proxies, proxies. before I bought the cards. Yeah. Proxies are basically, you put them in your, your sleeves. That's why sleeve cards work. It's a piece of paper. You write down what the card does, what the name of the card is, how much it costs, all of that. And then you play with it as a normal card. And you're huh. basically playing tabletop rules, so any rules that you would normally play with. And then you play test it. So if huh. it's going to work, you buy it. If it doesn't work, take it out of your deck, find something else. Interesting. Yeah, I'd never even heard of that method. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I, I've been doing for years. Smart. A little bit more affordable than uh, some other people's methods, I'd say. Mm. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with you. Alright, so when when you're developing a deck, um, what do you, where do you start? Like, let's go through a mock process. Like, uh, let's say, because I mean, you've seen a lot of the cards that are in my zombie deck. If you were going to build a deck against my zombie deck, um, where would you start? So for your deck, I'm going to want to destroy you as quick as possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to try and either do quick, quick instance, uh, exile cards, or quick monsters. Okay. Um, I, my goal is to get you either get your good cards exiled or get your, uh, life points down to zero as quick as possible. Okay. So now so I'm gonna that's your goal. I'm going to Google. Yeah. I'm going to Google the best cards for exile or the best quick monsters, um, cards that will allow me to bring out other cards. Mm -hmm. So monsters that allow me to bring out other monsters. And I'm going to look for similarities in mana color. Okay. I like playing mono colors. I'm not a huge fan of multicolor decks. Same. And I'm just going to go from there. And I'm going to start playtesting. Goal is to have a 60 deck or 60 card deck. With 14 on the sideboard for unexpected things like flying, mm -hmm. death touch. See, honestly, death touch is not even that big of a deterrence like with a lot of cards because most cards that have de death touch do not deal a lot of damage. Even if you do let it through 
uh, to your like health points. It's usually not I've noticed that, that. Now, you know, and not anymore. It used to be more of a a big deal. True. I have noticed yeah, that. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So for me, a lot of it, like, I guess I'd be kind of old-fashioned. Like, a lot of what I do is centered around trial and error. Like, I'll sit down and I'll have, like, a bare-bones deck, kind of getting a general idea, like, uh, give me give me a style of deck. That you want to play against? Yeah. Mono Red Burn. So Mono Red Burn, I would honestly want... If I wanted to play defensively, my biggest goal would be to maintain life. So I would more likely start with uh, like a white base uh, aimed at angels. life. Yeah. More or so, less uh, wait, let me piggyback off of that because I, I have I have a card on the way called Angel of Vitality. Um, so like whatever life you would gain from any other card, you get plus one from it if just by just by having Angel of Vitality out. And then um, also like if you have. 25 more uh, 25 or more life angel of vitality gets plus two plus two on top of being plus two plus two so yeah. it's not too bad yeah it's actually pretty good yeah so it's uh, angels honestly you're gonna get i think you're gonna get the most life build up with angels just because oh, they yeah. are well well angels and vampires too because they suck life so yeah makes sense but <laughs> typically with the uh with the vampires though you're not you're not there's not that many vampires that actually have lifelink, uh, when you really think about it. Most of them uh, are just, like, flying-wise. Uh, yeah. But if I, were to, if I were going against, like, a red burn deck, which red burn decks are designed to beat you as fast as possible, dealing direct damage to They're very life. aggro. So I would more likely uh, have plenty of counters. Uh, with, a, with a burn deck, I would run a blue white uh dual dual deck basically uh where my blue would be my counters and then my white would be to um get a lot of my health and such like that and i would obviously have like some creatures primarily with flying um to deal the most damage that way at least that's how i would go about it Yeah. Derek, what is your process on building a new deck? I know you're still trying to figure it out, but yeah, I mean, I'm getting um, getting qu- quite a few angels back in gear, but um, yeah, I mean, I like the idea of being able to have a um, ju- just by having angels. That's pretty much going to give you a life advantage, um, and then also just the flying as well. And then they they are pretty well balanced as far as dealing damage and they also have really good um really good what do you want to call it um uh artifacts and stuff surrounding them because like i i actually like for example like seraph sanctuary when seraph sanctuary enters the battlefield you gain one life whenever an angel enters the battlefield under your control you gain one life and then you can tap it to add one mana or one or add a colorless to your mana pool so it it um it's all about giving back i think or you know gives you gives it keeps on giving yep <laughs> but yeah okay life flow okay all so right, let me ask you this yeah go ahead so <clears throat> brandon you're black you're black deck rather <laughs> derek you're white and i'm mono green 
We all play mono, which is single color. Well, I would do white and blue, but I mean, if I want to. You... I yeah, I'd like to build. I'd like to build one, like one of each color, like a nice solid one. But I mean, that's a ways off. If you had to pick any other deck color to go with, what would you pick? For mm. me, I would. I would go with red. Red is Why? nice. Uh, I've had the most experience with it. Like I've had the most experience Trample, between hard. red and uh, black decks. So with red decks, I'd spend a lot of time working with the goblins and uh, more or less just like overpowering strength-wise and stuff like that. Um, I didn't really didn't really like it, but it was definitely the uh, next one that I was I was most com- comfortable with. Okay, Derek. What about you? Um, because I mean, yeah, like he makes a good point. Because like red, like most of them have pretty strong attack, and then they have um, they do have the um, you know, just trample. It does hit really hard. Um, there is very very offensive. Um, the um, if I were to go with another one, I, it's it's a toss up between green and black, honestly, because I do like the idea of having a cool elf deck, but then again, black has so many just like cool like i mean like vampires and then there's mm-hmm. just like you know like zombies and it's just like it's got it's just got too many like like pretty much for me like green has like it has like elves that i that i'd be interested in but anything else i'm not really that interested in with green except for elves so it's yeah. like with black yeah with black i there's it kind of you get a little bit more like you can use like demons like demons a demon deck would be pretty sweet um to have Ooh, I, nice I, I i i have some demons actually uh in my stock here but Derek, um, is your is your hair a demon Yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I honestly, I, cause with being that I'm only interested pretty much in elves with green, I, I would have to say black has more um, themes that I would like to, cho- that, that I could choose from. So I'd have to go with black uh, if I, you know, if I didn't go with um, white and blue. Yeah. But, yeah. I can appreciate I can that. that. I like, yeah. Cause I want to get like, vamp- like a vampire or demon deck going. That'd be cool. Cody. I would have to go mono blue. Yes. Mm. The reason for that, the reason for that is there's a lot of good instants in mono blue. I'm not going mono blue. I'm going mono red burn. And there's a lot of good instants and enchantments in mono red. Yeah, you ain't wrong. I, 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 I was surprised that you would say mono blue because of the conversation that we had before. You said you hated running mono blue. I I do, but it's just because I'm not used to it. I mean, I know there are yeah. a lot of good cards in mono blue. Yeah, I made a serpent deck with mono blue once. I didn't. It wasn't a good deck. It was honestly pretty weak. Um, I don't know. I I just didn't like it. I would probably go with Merfolk for mono blue. Never never messed with them. Are Merfolk. the closest thing to elves that I could find in blue. Hmm. Oh yes, I have a lot of good. Because um, I not not that it really matters. It's just an aesthetic. But I do have a lot of. Um, I do have a lot of cool foil cards that I want to put in this, and and I have some foils on the way as well. I'm yeah. excited for that. Foils are always fun. My they're favorite just, thing is when you can get foil lands. Yeah. Oh, oh I have a bunch of those. Yeah, I got a bunch of like the plane, like the planes, like with the foil effect going on. It looks really cool. 
I ha- I have to get you some of my full art full, uh, lands for your deck. Yes. I think I might have some of those in here. I've got it. I've got it. Honestly, with how much I went ham on, I did get a pretty good build up. I've, I have like I have one, two, three, four, five, um, six. I have five and a half boxes full right now. That's awesome. Nice. I have an old holiday box which holds twelve hundred cards, and then I have two. They used to call them fat packs, but they're now called the holiday box, <laughs> um, which which holds about four hundred cards. Nice. Yeah, I don't know what happened to most of my cards. I think they're in my mom's store and lock, which I should be picking up in July. So Hopefully. Yeah. Yes. We yes. may have a, uh, speaking of July, we may have a podcast where all three of us are in the same room together. Oh, God, that's going to be weird. <laughs> yes. That'll be fun. It'll be super fun. I agree. But yes, uh, yeah, there's a lot of different, I mean, there's so many different things you can go through when you're building a deck. You know, what, what, the biggest thing is making sure you don't have a mana shortage or making sure you don't have a monster Uh, shortage or an enchantment shortage. So, you you know, that brings up a question. Um, favorite shuffling method? Um, I don't riffle shuffle. People well, no, no, that's that's not what I meant at all. Going to that's, hell. <laughs> yeah, anybody that tries to riffle shuffle a magic deck is not human. No, I'm more um, talking. I, so when I, I top do the bottom, and then I do the I lay I lay the eights is what I call it. Okay. Lay so I lay down eight cards, and then I lay down eight more cards. So what I I've stack done until mine are done, and then I I take those and I shuffle them. Right. So what I've done in the pass. I don't know what that means, but what I've done in the past is I'll take uh, I'll take out all the mana and all the creatures, or all the mana, and then separate it between all those two. I'll set I'll shuffle all the cards that aren't mana, and then I'll uh, I'll like lay down uh, two regular cards, one mana, three regular cards, one mana, and I just kind of shuffle it through that way, and then I do a, a good couple um, standard shuffles after that once the deck is assembled. See what I what what my the tournament shuffle is. You take four cards, you lay them down. So one, two, three, four, and then you do mm-hmm. four below that. So you have eight cards laying down, and then you lay down more. So another four, and another four, and then another four until you're out of cards. Then you pick up stacks. So okay. I'll pick up two stacks, and then I'll pick up two more stacks, and then I'll shuffle them, and then I'll pick up two more stacks and two more stacks, and I'll shuffle them, and then I'll shuffle the whole thing together. Okay. That way I get the best assortment of cards separated from each other. Makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I um what was I gonna say? I like to I like to just throw my cards face down onto a table and, and smear them around and then just put them back together. <laughs> oh, you, you go, the go fish method. Or <laughs> well, like that drunken two-year-old method. Good job. Smear God. them around. <laughs> you know what else smears, Derek? Yes. <laughs> smears the poo-poo. <laughs> so I, ha- I have to ask you guys, have you guys ever played a cube? Uh, do you no. even know what a cube is? Nope, no idea. I stick to rectangles. So a, a cube <laughs> is 
I think it's a thousand cards. God, and there are six hundred cards. There's ten decks in the cube, and Fuck. it's it's everything except the mana. You would obviously use bulk mana for it. So you, it's a draft. So like there would be six of us because we're all trying to get one deck. And we're drafting to get the deck that we need, or the deck hmm. that we want, based off of the first set of cards that we take. Interesting. Yeah, it's. I've played a cube a couple of times. It can be extremely fun, and it can be extremely frustrating. Oh, uh, yeah, I can it. definitely see that. Let me think. I think one of the funnest, some of the funnest matches that you can have are the ones that um, strictly involve, like, just the, uh, oh, what does it mean? Like, when you just get a whole bunch of booster packs and you have to build a deck based off booster packs and you can trade a, a X number of times. Oh, that is a draft. Yeah. yeah I love that. So that would, that would be where, for example, there would be 10 of us playing, or 12 mm -hmm. of us, or whatever, and we each buy one booster pack, we take one card out, and then we trade the cards that we have left to the person on our left. Yeah. go all the way around until all the cards are done, and you try and build a deck out of that. Some people build to take out the high-value cards, because Magic has some very high-value cards in it. Mm -hmm. some, people, some people draft based off of the fun of the draft. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, if I see a $100 card, I'm taking it. Well, yeah, obviously. But yeah, that's, that's <laughs> super fun. Those usually happen on Thursday nights. Friday night is Friday Night Magic, where you bring in your pre-built deck. Yeah. You either play Standard or Modern. Standard is usually the last four card series that came out. Modern is all the way back through Vintage. Nice. Yeah. Oh yes. I've played a lot. A lot, a lot. Excellent. Yes. I'm a, I'm so excited, I can't wait. I um I'm so excited. And I yes. just can't it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna but, uh, stop singing before we get demonetized. No, <laughs> you've done it now. Um, See, we were demonetized at the end of the word before. Yeah, you're probably not. <laughs> well, damn. Anyway. Yeah, I'm excited, though. Um, yeah, it's um, mosaic. Oh, Keep... do you know what we should do? You know, it'd be a lot of fun. Hmm. What's that? So if we do like just a uh, three on three game between us, um, then afterwards we swap each other's decks and we try to play with each other's decks. Oh man, oh, that'd be fun. Yes. You might you might be missing a couple soulless ones there, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to count your cards when I give them back to you. Oh yes. I, I uh like my Valentine sprinkled all of them with a little bit of a pheromones. To, uh, to identify all of them. Yes. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what those pheromones are, but um, one of them might be. Oh shoot! What is that? Da poo poo. Panther sweat. Yes. <laughs> pa it, sex it's panthers. Panther? You're a sex panther. Yes. 
Seventy <laughs> percent of the time, it works it every works time. Every time. <laughs> so, Derek, it. if you if you really want the soulless one, you can buy them online for like sixty cents a card. Yeah, yeah, I, they're not expensive, which honestly surprises me. All things considered, what that card is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wonder yes. why it's not that expensive, you know? Because it's not a modern, or it's not a standard card. Yeah, true. Hmm. It's. I guess it wouldn't be legal at all today, and by tournament standards today. Yeah. Um, it is It is legal in uh, Vintage, it's legal in Commander, Legacy, yeah. uh, Pre-Modern, and Dual. It is not standard in Modern or Standard, so that's why. Yeah. Yeah, but um yeah, I mean, you know, good card and everything. Um what was I going to say? The um yeah, so do you Brandon, do you have like any good like card stores around you? Here, there's one on base that I can go to. Uh they've got some pretty date pretty decent cards there. <clears throat> Cuz yeah, do you should you should I mean if you want to get some like more modern cards, you know, you can get like, you can take a look at like zombies and like, you know, just get like, you know, some like, a, oh, like yeah, a I, I, you know, I definitely like will all in due time. Less, I just need yeah. to, just need to get there. Yeah. I, I, so I picked up some that were just like maybe like 50 cents a piece or whatever, just mm-hmm. some cheap ones, but I just want to, I just want to give it that theme again and give it, make oh, it, yeah. I love the art and it's just like, I hate to just judge them just based off of their art, but I, you know, you can still use Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm eventually like when I got some, get some time, going to go take a look at all that, get me some extra cards and build another deck I'm i sent excited. you a uh a card store um if you don't want to buy from your local which i always say buy local yeah but uh if they don't have what you're looking for you can reach out to that card store that i just sent you oh, and I'll they'll put out. the list together and oh it's on facebook will, uh, i don't have facebook I, I don't use you can, I was going to say, you can give me the information if you need me to. Okay. Or I can give you their phone number. Ah, we can figure website. something out. The website would probably be better. I would, I want to, I, I, I know it would be a, um, it would require a lot of effort and everything, but I'd love to be able to see you get some, like, see, you know, just for you to be able to see, like, some of the modern stuff that's out here now. Oh, I I intend to get myself into the modern era. I just haven't had mm-hmm. the opportunities. <laughs> yeah, it's um. What was I gonna say? It would do. It would just be nice to be able to um, to like have you kind of mix the old with the new and like keep. I don't know. I mean, not not destroy what zombie deck you have, but just like I just I just want to see you like have like new zombies too. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'd be really cool. But. But I mean, it would have to compete with Soulless One. Oh, there's there's cards out there that can. Mhm, mhm. Hmm. Well, cool. Honestly, I think uh, I think we're about wrapped up on things. Uh, what about y'all? What do you think? Talk yes. anymore or anything else to say? Or think we're about wrapped up? I'm just excited for my angels. Is really it? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'm good. All right, cool. 
Well, as always, thank y'all for watching or listening, rather. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're still trying to get our heads around us, trying to get a uh, squared away with what kind of podcast we want to be. But uh, let us know what y'all think. Uh, if we can do better, if we can change things. Uh, but ultimately, we're just here having fun. Uh, yeah, we'll just keep going, keep doing what we're doing. I'm excited to. I'm excited to hang out with y'all when I come in July. That's going to be so much fun. Oh, yes. yeah, for sure. But anyway, I'm going to stop gabbing. I'm going to get on out of here. Y'all take care and uh, see you in the next one. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, I'll be right back, guys. Okay, dude.